In case you missed it, the Secure Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst the holiday season. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees of the past, present, and future. Stick around for Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And again, we get into these topics each and every week, and it's always about retirement. But we give you an opportunity for action. That's right. We open up a few spots on the calendar for the upcoming week for Prashant and his team. And those spots, those appointments, no costs, no obligation, no pressure. We will tell you about those as we move through the program. But let me tell you this, they go very quickly. So when we open them up, jump on those appointments. All right, Secure Act 2.0 was signed just before the new year, bringing in the big changes, Prashant, for folks from every phase and stage of their retirement planning journey. And just in case everybody out there missed it, uh, don't worry. Uh, We're going to, you know, give you the highlights, okay? So let's go over the key provisions, Secure Act 2.0. Prashant, let's start with the increase in required minimum distributions, the RMD age. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into that, I'd just like to make a quick comment on this. It's kind of like, isn't it funny how they always pass these huge, huge bills right at the end of the year, right around the holiday season? And it seems like a lot of people don't pay any attention to it because it's it's, you know, the holidays. And the last thing you're doing is looking at politics. So the Secure Act 2.0 was a part of the one point seven trillion with a T uh, omnibus bill that was passed at the end of 22. And then a couple of years ago, when the original Secure Act was passed, that was a year end type of thing. And then I remember uh, I don't know, it must have been five or six years ago when there was all this talk about government funding and the fiscal cliff and and changes to Social Security. It seems like all of that stuff gets buried in the context of a huge, much bigger spending bill. So this one is no different. And so a lot of key provisions here that we need to be talking about that are going to be affecting retirees and pre-retirees. And so you mentioned it. Number one was an increase in the required minimum distribution age. And so what that's going to do is that's going to take the required minimum distribution age from age 72 to age 73, starting in 2023. And that will eventually move to age 75 in 2033. So we're getting a little bit of movement on the RMD age. Now, if you are already taking your RMDs, you're going to have to continue to do that. But for anyone who's newly eligible, that age is going to go to 73 years old. So we're getting one year of additional relief. And I think that provides for a heck of a planning opportunity. I just got done filming my TV show, Retire Smart Maryland Television. And one of the things that we were talking about there with regards to the required minimum distribution age getting increased is now it gives you an extra year where you do not need to take money out of those retirement accounts, which gives you the opportunity to do some really proactive tax planning. Okay, so by getting that additional year of delay, you may take a look at seriously a Uh, considering doing something like a Roth conversion. And so the Roth conversion is going to allow you the opportunity to essentially convert your pre-tax IRA to a 100% income tax-free status down the road. 
And uh, that's a huge opportunity. So uh, it's not just an increase in the required minimum distribution age. That's important. But I think what's more important is the planning opportunity that this provides us. You got to make sure you're working with the right specialist in, in planning for your tax liability in the future. Secure Act 2.0 kind of rolls through over the holidays. We're talking about it right now, what that's going to mean for you, the key provisions and how it's going to impact retirement as we move forward. Uh, we've talked about, again, increased required minimum distribution, that RMD age. And what about this one, Prashant? Increase that catch-up contribution under a retirement plan or IRA. Yeah, so I love this one, and it's incredibly important for retirement savers. So in 2023, the retirement plan catch-up contribution uh, is going to be $7,500 for IRAs. And so that is going to be for folks that are over the age of 50 years old. So you're eligible to potentially do a catch-up contribution over and above the standard maximum if you are over the age of 50 years old. Now, starting in 2025, catch-up contributions for those folks who are ages 60 to 63 will be increased to the greater of $10,000 or 50% more than the regular catch-up contribution amount in 2024. Catch-up contributions will be indexed for inflation starting after 2025. So IRA catch-up contributions for an individual who attains age 50 will be indexed for inflation starting in 2024. Sounds like a lot of uh, puzzling language there, to say the to say the least. There's a heck of a lot going on there. So I go back to having the right advisor in place. I mean, you can certainly try to track all the laws and adhere to them the best you can. But part of the reason that you work with a real professional is to make sure that they're staying on top of these things and helping you proactively plan within the confines of what is legal uh, per the SECURE Act. So uh, increasing catch-up contributions is a huge deal. It's going to allow you the opportunity to save more money, create a bigger nest egg as you head into retirement. Retire Smart Maryland Radio and going to provide you a Retire Smart Roadmap. And you talked about it. I mean, why not work with someone that's been down this path that does this on a daily basis, provide that roadmap. And, and look, SECURE Act 2.0, there are a lot of positives here for retirees. But when I say a lot, I do mean a lot. There are a lot of things you have to uh, understand, be aware of. And working with a professional on your plan and how it all fits together, that gives you that ease of mind we talk about on the show each and every week. So we're talking about, again, these key provisions for Secure Act 2.0. It went through over the holidays. And what is this going to mean for retirement planning moving forward? We've talked about the increased required minimum distribution, the RMD age, also the increase, the catch-up contributions under a retirement plan or IRA. I want to jump to this one now, uh, Pershant. There are a lot of these. We're not going to get to all of them, but these are key provisions. The Roth catch-up contributions. Yeah, so this is going to be specifically for those folks with incomes that exceed $145,000. The catch-up contribution will actually be designated as a Roth contribution. That's so incredibly important because, of course, the benefit of the Roth is that it's going to be 100% tax-free potentially down the road. And so, listen, anytime we can create a tax-free or tax-preferred retirement, that's a huge deal because one thing I've noticed, okay, over the years is we've seen federal debt skyrocket, right? So last time I checked it, we were over 
30 trillion, getting close to 31 trillion with a T dollars of federal debt. But when you compare that against what the top marginal tax rate has done over the last several years, you've seen the top marginal tax rate actually come down. So we have skyrocketing debt, we have lower taxes, and at some point, something is going to have to give. We're going to have to pay for all this federal spending at some point in time, plus the interest that it's accruing. And if that's the case, taxes are going to go up in the future. If taxes go up in the future, like we all kind of think that they will, you're going to want to have a diversification of your assets from a tax standpoint. And having a Roth is going to be an incredibly important part of that uh, diversification process when you get to retirement. Retire Smart Maryland Radio going over the Secure Act 2.0 that went through over the holidays, what it's going to mean for retirees and retirement planning as we're moving forward. There are going to be some big changes. Uh, a lot of them are going to be very positive for the retiree. Just make sure you're aware of it. Now, this next one, we're going to jump to 529 plans, uh, the rollovers to Roth IRAs. Now, in the past, you know, that 529, man, you're saving for that education, for that grandkid, for that child. And then all of a sudden, Prashant, maybe they get a full ride or maybe uh, they decide they don't want to go to school. And then that money's right there in the 529. They've yep. made uh, they made some changes here. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. So starting in 2024, a beneficiary of a 529 plan may actually roll over up to thirty five thousand dollars during their lifetime to a Roth IRA. Now, the rollovers will be subject to annual contribution limits, okay? And the 529 plan must have been open for more than 15 years. So this is not something that you can just, uh, you know, take advantage of very quickly. It's got to be something that was originally designed for education that is truly going unused due to a scholarship or due to a child just not going to school or something like that. You can make that a beneficial transition action by rolling it over into a Roth IRA. So that's, again, going back to this idea of creating a tax-free retirement, either for yourself or really for your grandkids. I mean, we look at where we're at today in terms of being able to save money. We look at um, our kids, our grandkids' generations, and what we're going to find is those people don't have pensions. They don't have uh, retirement savings. So if you can do something as a grandparent, Okay, or as a guardian to set your kid or your grandkid up for a, a successful retirement in the future, that is a heck of a thing that you can do. And so you have to understand the laws. And so if you're sitting at home or you're in the car listening to the radio program today and saying, hey, I didn't know about the Secure Act 2.0, my advisor didn't reach out to me about this. This is why we do what we do every single week. What we're going to do is we're going to open up our phone lines. The number to call is 800 653 8404. Okay. If you dial that number, you're going to be able to call into our call center. We have operators standing by and what they're going to be able to do for you is schedule an appointment with me and my team here at Elite Income Advisors. You'll come into our office. That appointment is totally 100% complimentary, but when you come in, we're going to help you make sense of the SECURE Act 
2.0 will let you know by creating a retire smart roadmap whether or not you are positioned the proper way for retirement will include for you an income plan that will help you understand your income each and every year for the rest of your life We'll do social security optimization. We'll run a nice report for you on that. And then we'll also take a look at taxes to make sure that we're doing everything we can to minimize your future tax liability while still staying within the Secure Act 2.0. So give us a call right now. The spots are limited. It's 800-653-8404. All right. That number again, 800-653-8404. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Coming up on the program, what better way to start off the year than by investing in yourself and your financial future? Coming up next, we're going to outline some simple tips for you to help that financial planning journey for 2023. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out the website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Great resource for you. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. It is always about retirement. And we give you an opportunity during the course of the show to jump on the calendar with Prashant and his team no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We only have a limited number of spots, so call and book. And you can do that at any time, 800-653-8404. Get that Retire Smart Roadmap put together for you. That's 800-653-8404. So it's a brand new year. Marks that fresh new beginning. New Year's, you know, we always talk about it. There are resolutions. You're going to work out. You're going to save money. You're going to quit smoking if you're smoking. And if you're not smoking, don't start smoking. Lose weight. <laughs> Maybe get a raise, maybe a promotion at work. All of these things are resolutions. These are goals. And the list goes on and on and on. Yet, even though we have them, about 75% of them fall short. We abandon them by February. The gym's a perfect example, Prashant. You know, we go in January. Everybody's in there. Everybody's excited. And then in February, crickets. And I actually, being a selfish person when it comes to the gym, I like that. Because I can get on all the equipment <laughs> and I can get my workout in. But, I, no <laughs> but our overall story is, you know, you got to stick to your resolution. So a financial planning checklist, things that you can do to help you do that. And the first one is we're going to look back. We're going to go back and check out the history from 2022. And we need to learn from our 2022. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 2022 was a challenging year all around with the stock market with inflation, with a, with a lot of different things going on. So when we're reviewing 2022, we got to make an honest end of the year review of your finances and your financial plan for the year that was in the most comprehensive and detailed manner possible. You want to look at what worked for you in 22 and what didn't work for you. So here are a couple bullet points. Number one, were you able to stay within your spending plan? Okay. I know it's a big deal. We're all hoping to save more and more money. And a lot of times we do that by creating a real spending plan. But it's just like you said, Morgan, it's just like the gym is, okay, now something comes up and now you want something and you go outside of your budget to go ahead and get it. And so we got to be honest with ourselves. Were we really able to stay on budget for 2022? Were you spending more than you planned in 2022? Were you able to contribute to the retirement and savings accounts like you'd planned? This one is really important. And a great thing you can do is set that up at the beginning of the year. If you're going to commit to, say, contributing 15% of your income to your 401k, Go ahead and set that up right now. 
Okay, set that up right now and learn to live with what your paychecks look like. That way you're going to force yourself to do that. Okay, another one is when we're looking back on 2022, were we able to pay down debt the way that we wanted to, especially that revolving debt, the debt that is linked to interest rates. So when interest rates go up, the student loan payments are going to start to go up. The credit card payments are going to start to go up. Um, Those types of things are very important types of debts that we ultimately want to be eliminating heading into 2023. So let's look back at 22 and determine whether or not we made progress in those areas. Okay, we've taken that deep breath. We've taken a look at 2022. Again, we're talking about things that you can do to give yourself that financial planning checklist. So we've looked at 2022 and we have to learn from that. Now, now we sit down and we draft out a budget for the year ahead. Absolutely. And that really starts with setting a goal, right? Like what do you want to save for 2023? I think a great target is being able to save 15% of your income towards retirement. Okay, so whether you earn $100,000 a year or a million dollars a year, I think we should all be starting to look at a target of at least 15% of our income for retirement, if not more. So let's start with creating that goal. What do we want to save for 2023? And then the next step is going to be to actually assess what kind of contribution that you actually plan to make for retirement accounts, savings accounts, investment accounts. And, and it really get, comes back to this idea of being really specific. It's one thing for us to just say, you know, I make $100,000 a year. My goal is to save 15000 but how are we going to get there, right? Are we going to say, let's put 8% in our 401k, let's take 7% of every paycheck, put it into an investment account. We have to have a real concrete plan in place. Now, look, everyone's a little bit different, but I've helped over a thousand people retire, me and my team have over the last decade or so. And one thing that we find with our most successful people in retirement is that they're able to create a written plan. And it's so important for that plan to be written out because then we can reference it, we can check in on it and we can measure our progress to have a plan just somewhere in your head is not good enough for the majority of people out there. And I do this myself, you know, I write out a plan and then I figure out how we're going to achieve it. And we stick to it the very best we can throughout the course of the year. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Prashant Sabapathy is your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, again, independent fiduciary. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant and his team and talk about your retirement retirement situation and it may be uh, that you haven't started planning or you're in the middle of something and you need that second opinion right now we're kind of you know start of the new year going over that financial planning checklist things that you can do the first thing you do you look back you take a look at 2022 how'd you do right and do you need to make some changes and then you sit down and you draft out that budget for the new year and as Prashant has said many many times stick to it Absolutely stick to it. And with all the planning, with all the money we're talking about, there's going to be taxes. So create a tax plan is the next one for your year and also your future financial goals. Yeah, this one is so important. I think a lot of people just take paying taxes for granted and just say, hey, I'm going to have to always pay taxes, so I'm just going to pay what I pay. And I think that is absolutely the wrong thing to do in this day and age. So tax planning is such a vital and such an important part of the overall financial planning process. So first step is, do we even have a plan 
or a strategy in place, right? So we have this tax code that was passed here under the last administration, and it actually reduced tax rates across the board. The marginal income tax rates were reduced across the board. So did we take advantage of that in 2022? That's one thing to ask. The second part of the tax planning conversation is having the understanding that the current tax code is not going to be around forever. There, it's actually scheduled to expire uh, on December 31st of 2025. So that pretty much gives us three full years. It gives us all of 23 all of 24 and all of 25 to make proactive tax planning decisions that could help us reduce our future tax rate. So we got to look back on 2022, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you said we got to also look forward because we have a limited opportunity here to take advantage of a historically low tax code. And so my whole point with this is that when you talk with a real specialist, when you speak with a financial professional to discuss your specific tax and financial related questions, that's going to ultimately be the thing that brings into focus different areas that you actually may need to reevaluate and update the plan that you have in place. And so if you're working with the CPA, if you're working with the financial advisor, another good thing that I think is really important is making sure that the professionals that you're working with are also working together. You don't want your CPA giving you a piece of advice that goes against your financial advisor's advice and vice versa. You don't want your financial advisor telling you something that is going to upset your tax situation. And so make sure that the professionals that you have are working together. I think the bottom line is whatever your financial goals are, you have to write them down. You have to identify the steps that you still need to take in planning for your financial future. And most importantly, do not be afraid to ask for help. So what what one thing I want to do, Morgan, real quick, yeah. is I want to put out uh, a complimentary kind of exclusive offer for the radio listeners here. We set up a page here. It's retiremaryland.com. And so everything that we're talking about in this segment, the importance of planning and having written goals and managing your taxes and your income, I write about this in my book. As a lot of you know, my book is called Fiscal Health retirement wealth. It's really a quick guide for how to think about your retirement plan. What we're going to do on today's show is we're going to give it away totally free, totally complimentary. If you go to retiremaryland.com, when, once you visit the website, we'll actually have a couple of questions that you can answer there. And once you answer those questions, we'll mail you a totally complimentary, no obligation copy of fiscal health retirement wealth. And as an added bonus, we're going to include an ebook that'll be emailed to you as well. That's called preparing for a satisfying retirement. So there's a ton of great resources out there, both at retiremaryland.com. You can also visit eliteincomeadvisors.com to check out the resources that my team posts on our website uh, every single week. Watch a TV show, watch a radio show. We try to put as much content out there so people can you know feel empowered to make the best decisions possible tell you you've got important decisions ahead of you we have been talking about just that kind of that financial planning checklist we've gone over that now's the opportunity to meet Prashant and his team you can do that in person you can do that by zoom you can do it on the phone and it's no cost no obligation no pressure we're going to open up 10 positions we do it each and every week so Prashant walk us through what's going to happen uh, to get that retire smart roadmap absolutely so if you're sitting at home thinking 
yeah, I haven't I haven't taken stock of 2022. I don't even know where to start with that. I'm not sure about a tax plan or or you know making sure that we have a spending plan in place. We're going to help you with this, folks. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. It's 800-653-8404. When you call into the call center, our operators will be able to get you onto our calendar here to meet with a real financial professional here in the next two weeks. Okay, you'll meet with myself. You'll meet my partners, Ozzy, Nick. Uh, our our fantastic team here. And when you sit down with us, it's totally complimentary. You leave your checkbook at home and we're going to take you through the process of putting together a real written roadmap for you. That's going to cover how much income you're going to have coming in for the rest of your life. We'll take a look at your tax liability in the future. We'll do a risk assessment of your existing retirement portfolio to let you know how much risk you're taking and whether or not it's consistent with your risk tolerance. And then lastly, we'll also talk about things like social security planning and legacy planning as well. So it really starts with that phone call. There's It's complimentary. There's no obligation. Leave your checkbook at home. Visit us in Ellicott City at our new offices. The phone number is 800-653-8404. All right. Call now. Limited spots. 800-653-8404. Well, there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to retirement planning and the journey that you're on. And it's important to separate fact from fiction. We'll do that when we come back. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. There is an events tab at the website. Check it out. Upcoming seminars available for you there, and that's all about education. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And you're here during the course of the show. We'll give out RetireMaryland.com. You can go there, sign up, and get a complimentary copy of that book, Fiscal Health retirement wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and here we go. It is a challenge, absolute challenge to navigate the complex and unpredictable financial road trip uh, that we're taking in this, you know, as we go towards retirement, this journey. And now living in a world where there's misinformation, there's disinformation, it's all over the place. We thought it would be helpful to clarify the biggest misconceptions associated with retirement planning. So let's jump right in and uh, do some myth busting, shall we? So first one up, Prashant, fact or myth, I can just borrow money from my 401k account if I need to. Yeah, so I would say more so myth on this one, okay? Withdrawing money from your retirement account, in this case, we're talking about a 401k specifically, before the age of 59 and a half is going to hurt a heck of a lot more than most folks realize, in my opinion, okay? So um, if you're withdrawing prior to 59 and a half, you're gonna be subjected to a 10% penalty for early withdrawing. And that's not to mention some of the other issues that can arise in the process, because just like any cash withdrawal, you're you're really kind of inhibiting the ability for that money to grow for you and compound in the market, okay? On average, in the past 100 years, stocks have delivered an average annual return of more than 10% per year, okay? So that's a heck of a return that you're giving up by withdrawing from the 401k. And now to compound that, if you're under 59 and a half, that creates an even bigger issue because the early withdrawal penalty. I think one of the biggest mistakes that folks make is they treat their 401k like an emergency fund, right? So I was had a radio listener come in 
and tell me a little bit about what was going on with them. And, um, you know, they had their car completely break down and then they had uh, something happen with one of their kids that they needed to withdraw money from their 401k. And so they ended up taking like a $25,000 loan against the 401k. And now they're going to be forced to pay that back over like a four year period of time. So that's four whole years that we're paying back a loan to the 401k that's ultimately going to inhibit our ability to grow that money for retirement, which is what it's intended to be used for is for retirement. That's why it's a retirement account. So it's a pretty complex question there. I would say uh, I call myth on that one, not so much fact. Talking about all of the misinformation, disinformation, it's everywhere. So we wanted to kind of do some myth busting when it comes to some of the misconceptions associated with retirement planning. So, yeah, stay away from your 401k. Don't, if you, unless you absolutely have to go in there, don't, uh, because that will hurt you as you move towards retirement. Next, fact or myth? I won't need as much money as I do now when I retire. Oh, I got to say big, big myth on this one. Okay. If you want to live on a more rigid kind of budget in retirement, that's one thing. Okay. But to say that you won't need as much money in retirement uh, as you do now, I think is a huge uh, mistake and a huge misconception because think about it this way. How I've always thought about this is you're sacrificing you know, your entire life while you're working, you're not able to do some of those things that you want to do. And then when you get to retirement, the old rule of thumb is, oh, yeah, you should be able to retire on 60 or 70 percent of your income that you had while you were working. Well, to me, that was always really silly, because if you're supposed to retire on 60 to 70 percent, what 30 or 40 percent of your life are you willing to give up when you get to retirement, right? Isn't retirement the point in time where you should be doing all the things that you could not do because you were working? Every day, Saturday, Prashant, every day. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, you know, I think that's really a, a huge, huge misconception. What we found with our clients is a lot of our clients end up spending more in retirement uh, than they did while they're working. And I heard a really funny quote that we actually posted on our firm's Facebook page today. The quote was, the trouble with retirement is that you never get a day off. <laughs> yes. And I thought that was so true. Like when you're retired, you should be enjoying yourself. And so I think you need to plan for having more income in retirement, not less. Talking about, again, just misconceptions that are out there when it comes to retirement planning, and we're, we're throwing them at Prashant, and he's saying either fact or myth. So far, we've got some myths, folks. You don't want to borrow from that 401k account. Uh, that is a tough one. You need to stay away from it. And then, you know, I'm not going to need as much money uh, in retirement as I do now while I'm still working. Again, another myth. Now, here's one. And uh, I, I think you're going to go out on a limb on this one, okay? <laughs> I don't need to save because I can rely on my Social Security to pay for my lifestyle. Oh, my goodness. Do we even really need to go into this one? <laughs> I mean, definitely. I'm not even going to spend too much time on this. It's a myth. I think most of our radio listeners know that it's a myth. We know that Social Security benefits typically are only going to replace about 40% on average of the income that you're earning prior to retirement. So we know this. I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you probably know somebody who is living on Social Security alone, and you know how difficult that 
ends up being. So do not fall into that trap of thinking that social security by itself is going to be enough. By the time you take taxes and Medicare out of it, it doesn't end up being that much income. And so you have to be able to save to supplement that. Listen, if you are confused about how your retirement planning is going, if you are buying into some of these misconceptions, you need to sit down and talk about it. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy and his team at Elite Income Advisors. We're going to open up those spots here in just a little bit. And there are no costs, no obligation, and simply no pressure. So the next fact or myth. I have a plan by saving through my company retirement plan, which means I have a retirement plan, correct? Okay, good one here. And um, I'm really glad that you brought this one up because I'm going to say myth on this one because there's a huge distinction between having an account and having a plan. Okay, so for example, if you have a retirement account at work, like a 401k, IRA, a thrift savings plan, if you're with the federal government, then that's great. You have something to contribute to. But in terms of having an overall plan, what makes up a plan is you're you're being able to coordinate your investments with your taxes, with your Social Security benefits, with your Medicare benefits, right? All of these things work together to create a real retirement plan. And so you may have a retirement account at work and you may be contributing to it. Hopefully you're maxing it out. And that's a really good thing because you're accumulating money. But I think there's a huge differential there between having a retirement account and having a true retirement plan in place. So do not fall into that trap. Uh, But I, you know, you'd be surprised how many people think that just because they have a 401k that they're putting money into, uh, that they think that they have a real concrete written retirement plan in place. Not the case, in my opinion. I tell you, we talk about it each and every week. There are so many moving parts when it comes to retirement planning. You got to make sure your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. And why not work with professionals that do this on a daily basis that can help guide you? Prashant Sabapathy and his team at Elite Income Advisors going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with them. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. That is coming up. All right, the last one we have time for, fact or myth. My family worked with the same advisor for years, so I'm sure that that person is out for my best interest as well. So this one, I don't know that I can give a definitive fact or myth, okay? It's not easy to say with just that much information, but what I will say is that the best way to determine this is by asking the advisor a few questions, okay? So number one is, are they a fiduciary, okay? So we've been talking a lot on the show in past weeks about the importance of working with a fiduciary. So remember, a fiduciary is someone that is bound by the responsibility to give advice that is in their client's best interest, not their own best interest. So maybe your family has a longstanding relationship with an advisor, and hopefully that advisor is bound by the fiduciary standard. And if that's the case, then you're probably getting advice that is in your best interest. Now, whether or not it's specialized for you is a different conversation, but hopefully it is fiduciary advice. And so the best way to go about this is just be direct. I mean, I always invite our clients and our radio listeners and people that watch uh, my TV show and come to our workshops. I'm very open, right? So you, anyone can come into my office and ask me exactly how I get paid, exactly why I make recommendations the way that I do. And that's because I'm bound by a fiduciary responsibility. So I would encourage everyone who's working with an advisor, either for a long period of time or or if it's something relatively new, 
ask them whether or not they're bound by fiduciary responsibility. The second thing you can do is it never hurts to get a second opinion, right? And so I grew up in a family of medical professionals, and I was always taught that when you get medical advice, if it's something serious, you're going to want to go and get a second opinion on that to make sure that you're getting the right advice from multiple people. And so if you're unsure, if you're getting the best advice for you, go out and get a second opinion. That's what we do for folks so many times. And I can't tell you how many times we've had radio listeners come into our office, get a second opinion and find that everything that they were doing was the right thing. And if that's the case, then you know, you're in good shape. But if you come in and you visit with us and there's a couple red flags that your current advisor hasn't thought of or that you haven't addressed, wouldn't you like to know about it before it's too late? So that's why we're going to open up our phone lines. We do it every single week. The phone number is 800-653-8404. When you come in to visit with us, we're going to put together that Retire Smart Roadmap, and that is going to give you the opportunity to get a second opinion on the plan that you already have. We'll review your income. We'll review your future tax liability, your Social Security optimization, and just as important to all of that, we'll review your retirement portfolio to make sure that you're not going to be taken on too much risk into your retirement year. So pick up the phone, give us a call. It's totally complimentary, no obligation. That's 800-653-8404. All right, those spots available now, 800-653-8404. When we come back on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, it's time for question and answer. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, your host, Prashant Sabapathy, and you can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check him out online, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. There's an events tab there. Click on it. You'll see all the upcoming seminars. That's all about education, folks. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we hit the retirement topics, but we also we take in some questions and we get some answers. And you're going to really hear questions from all over the board when it comes to retirement planning, and it'll tell you one thing. A lot goes into your retirement plan. Make sure one is customized to you. There's going to be that opportunity, again, to get on the counter with Prashant and his team, and you can start that process. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. All right, Reisterstown is where we're going first. Jody is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. My employer just quietly decided to switch the 401k matching program from each paycheck to just one lump sum, and it's an annual match at the end of the year, and it happened last year. You must be an employee the entire year to receive the employer match. Now, they claim their reasoning was to match the climate of the market currently. Does anyone else actually get their 401k matched on an annual basis rather than by paycheck? I've never really heard it done this way. Yeah, so I actually have seen this before. I don't see it too often, but I have seen this before. And uh, I'll tell you what, the last time that I had a client that this was happening to them, they were pretty upset about it because, look, if all the money is going in at one time of the year, that actually opens you up to potentially additional risk. Like, what if that money goes in and then the market immediately goes down by 10 or 20%. Now that lump sum has lost a heck of a lot more than if you were having it go in every single paycheck. If it's going in every single paycheck, you're essentially dollar cost averaging into the market, which means that uh, you know when the market goes down, you're actually able to buy it at a little bit 
of a discount every single time you get paid. So Jody, I, I would say it's not that common, at least from my experience, but I have seen it before. It's not um, 100% foreign. Um, you know, I think that's a situation where you maybe have to go to the employer and see what options you have to see if there's a different way of getting that matched over the course of the year, as opposed to just in a big lump sum. I'm not sure where you're going to get on that one because uh, it's going to be up to your employer's, uh, you know, discretion how that's done. But uh, it is certainly something that's worth having a conversation about. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. We are in the middle of question and answer. Let's go to Matt in Whitehall. Here's the question. I'm reading a lot about long-term care insurance, and I don't know if it's a good idea. So I'm asking if long-term insurance is worth it. Uh, or should I put those funds in my personal investments and high yields? I'm 40, no kids. My wife and myself have about 355000 saved for retirement. Any wisdom or insight here? Thanks. So everyone's a little bit different here. Um, you know, as a lot of our, our listeners know, I've been through a long-term care situation personally with my own mother. And we're going through it right now, actually. It's it's ongoing. And um it's expensive. It's expensive to fund long-term care. So I'm a big proponent of long-term care insurance. With that being said, I'm going to put a qualifier out there that long-term care insurance is not the right thing for every single person out there, okay? It just depends on what kind of plan you're getting, what kind of price you're going to have to pay for it. Uh, what I would say is, um, you know, there's this old saying in the in the business that, uh, you know, investments don't make good insurance and insurance doesn't make a good investment. And so um, I'm not so sure how true that is in this day and age. That's kind of an older uh, ideology. But with that being said, let's say that you do have a couple hundred thousand dollars saved for retirement. Um, you're only 40 years old, which is good. Maybe that grows to a million or a million five or two million by the time you retire, Matt. But the key is when you retire, if you're withdrawing money out of your 401k to live on in retirement, and now you have to fund an extra ten dollars or $15,000 a month after taxes for long-term care, if you don't have insurance in place, then that's a huge issue. Because even though $2 million or $3 million is a lot of money, if you're withdrawing $15,000 a month after taxes, there's a much, much higher percentage chance that you're going to end up running out of money really quickly. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of considerations there. We don't give specific uh, advice on the radio, but it is certainly a great question and it's worth exploring with the help of a real retirement specialist. Tell you, worth a conversation. Love Q&A because we get into so many different uh, corners when it comes to retirement planning and, and people have to pivot. Pe people need answers. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant and his team at Elite Income Advisors. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. And you can bring your own set of questions about your own situation. And again, it is your situation. Make sure your plan is customized to you. All right, Frederick is where we're going next. D is there. Here's the question. In the process of buying Christmas gifts for my kiddos, I found out I had 21000 saved in my retirement savings account. I paid for gifts on credit cards to start and then borrowed half of the money in my retirement account for paying off the cards and gifts. Was this a really bad idea? Hey, D, uh, thanks for the question. And I would kind of refer you back to our last segment where we talked about borrowing money from retirement accounts. 
And so generally, I'm not a big fan of taking money from retirement accounts to use for everyday type of spending, okay? And that's because retirement accounts are set up for retirement, right? That's what they're used for. And so when you take money out of those retirement accounts, you're going to have a tax liability associated with it. If you're under the age of 59 and a half, you're going to have an additional 10% IRS imposed early withdrawal penalty. And that's going to make it so that your money is not going to be working for you the way that it needs to, so that you can retire the way that you want. And so um, you know, we can't go back and we can't change the past, D, but what we can do is we can make sure that we're making the best decisions possible moving forward. It sounds like maybe you just need a little bit of guidance here, okay? So we don't want to get hung up on the decisions we've made in the past. At this point, it doesn't really matter if it was a good or a bad decision. All we can do is commit to making the best decisions possible moving forward. And maybe you didn't know what the consequences were when you did that, and that's okay, but let's not make the same mistake twice. And so that's why it's so important to have guidance on these types of things moving forward. Great question. And thank you for being honest. Question and answer portion of Retire Smart Maryland Radio. I throw the questions. Prashant brings the answers. Bill is in Severn, and here's the question. I've heard a lot of success stories online from folks that use bonds, annuities, but crypto seems to have made the biggest splash. So I wanted to ask which of the three options would result in my paying the least in taxes. So as your accounts are growing, annuities, I'm I'm surprised you brought up annuities, but there is a good thing in there that annuities with non-IRA money. So after tax money in an annuity, as that annuity grows, you actually do not pay any taxes, which means let's say hypothetically you put $100,000 into an annuity and after 10 years, it's worth $200,000. That additional $100,000 of growth that you've gotten on that money, you have not been required to pay any taxes on. So where they get you is, of course, when you go to withdraw the money, then you're going to be paying some income tax at that point in time. But how that's different than things like bonds and you know even uh, cryptocurrency is that you're still subjected to paying tax on interest and capital gains. And that's going to be an issue, right? So especially when bonds are kicking off, in some cases, you know, two, three, four, five, six percent a year, you're going to be paying taxes on that interest on the yield on those bonds. And so that is going to create a little bit more of a tax liability for you. Now, when you're making tax decisions, okay, I'm not a CPA, I don't play one on the radio either. So you want to make sure that your financial advisor and your CPA are working together to determine the best set of investments for you to make sure that your tax uh, plan is still very efficient, but that your investment plan is working hard enough for you so that you can continue to grow uh, towards the retirement that you wanted to have. So great questions on today's show. What I would say is for anybody who's listening to the show who has a question to use in the future, you can just email me, email our company directly. The email address is service at eia-ria.com. If you have a question that you'd like us to use in an upcoming show, we would be happy to answer that question on a future radio program. If you're listening to the show today thinking, hey, I caught something, but I didn't get all of it, you can always go listen to our shows 
on demand by going to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, searching Retire Smart Maryland Radio. You can listen to all of the episodes that we've done in the past. You can also visit EliteIncomeAdvisors.com for a ton of free complimentary resources and guides for you to tap into to help you plan for your retirement. So last opportunity for today's show, let's go ahead and open up our phone lines one last time. Phone number is 800-653-8404. When you call in, you're going to be able to schedule a complimentary, no obligation visit with our team here at Elite Income Advisors. You'll come into our Ellicott City office or you'll set up a Zoom call. When you come in to visit with us, we're going to put you through our process, which will help you to develop what we call our Retire Smart Roadmap. That's going to help you understand how to properly coordinate your Social Security benefits. We'll review what your future tax liability may look like in retirement. We'll talk to you about an investment stress test, which will actually put your portfolio through a stress test to determine how much risk you're taking. And lastly, we'll put together an income for life plan to help you determine what your income is going to look like each and every year for the rest of your life. We only have a limited amount of spots on the calendar for the next two weeks here. It is complimentary. There's no obligation to become a client. Uh, And so you leave your checkbook at home. That phone number again, 800-653-8404. And if you want a complimentary copy of my book, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, you're just going to go to retiremaryland.com, fill out a short questionnaire, and we'll get a book to you in the mail, as well as a complimentary ebook called Preparing for a Satisfying Retirement. All right, folks, we have a limited number of spots. Call now, 800-653-8404. Again, that's 800-653-8404. And for a copy of that book, go to retiremaryland.com. Another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio is in the books, and we'll see you on the radio next week. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 